is a Bramble Jam podcast. Live from the North Pole, it's time for Christmas Morning, the daily show where every day is Christmas. Here are your hosts, Bran and Scott. Oh, hi, everybody. Happy Mr. Christmas to you. <laughs> I forgot I start this show. It's Bran. I'm here with my friend Scotty. Scotty, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Brandon. Way to start off the show on a high note. Thank you. And Shannon, Merry Christmas. Hello. Merry Christmas. Oh, the 25th is here. Can you believe it, folks? Yeah, we know everybody's here for Shannon, not for us, Brandon. Oh, I wish that were true. No, I mean, listen, the amount of feedback we get about how amazing mm-hmm. Shannon is, Aww. Uh, it does make you wonder really why I'm here at all. <laughs> well, that's not true. But thank you all for the feedback. I've, I've heard some of it, so that's awesome. Thank you. Well, we know why you're here, Bran. It's for the guitar intros for each of the sections. <gasps> yes. We couldn't do that without you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I imagine the show would still survive, uh, but thank you for making me feel good. Um, for people, Scotty, that have never been here on a 25th episode, that have never joined us for a Christmas party, looking at you, Dan, um, what, um, what is this? What is the 25th? How, why is this different than any other episode of Christmas Morning? Well, if you haven't joined us for a party episode first, let me say welcome. Merry Christmas to you. Welcome. I don't know how we started this, Brand. I know we wanted an opportunity to have Shannon on every month. That was the overall <laughs> reason to do it. So I'm really the reason? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. You actually are. <laughs> but people would start sending in submissions of their own, and we wanted to make an episode each month that was focused just on the listeners and what they wanted to share. Now, Shannon comes and reads some of these emails and introduces some of these things, so it's the best of both worlds, really. This mostly is not a Brandon Scott talking episode. This is an everybody else episode, and they're very, very beloved, and I'm so happy about that. And we have a great crop of content today. Today is no exception. An excellent crop. Well, it's an excellent crop, and I think it's been a great monthly tradition. Yeah. And I I love what it's become. I love that we have some of the usual suspects, like the Christmas aficionado reviews a TV episode. I love it so much. Much like any tradition, we didn't know what we were getting into when we started, but now it's grown into a thing that I absolutely love, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Absolutely. I can't wait to see what we got today uh, for August, so let's get started. Uh, Scotty, what's up first? We always start with the countdown, and the reason that we do these on the 25th of each month is because it's an even number of months until Christmas, so let's do the countdown. Joy to the world! Four months until Christmas! Four months, guys! Wow! Oh my gosh! I actually had to check the number when I was writing that out the notes. I was right. like, it can't be four months. Wow! That doesn't sound That's right. But then I did insane. it on my fingers, and lo and behold, it's four months until Christmas. Like, what are we doing here? That's just crazy. I know. I already feel behind. Seriously. On my shopping, on my decorating, on my Christmas purchasing. Brand. Last month, we had the benefit of doing this all together in person yes. at Bramble yes. Fest. 
And gosh, it feels like a year ago, not a month ago, because I miss everybody. I know, it really does. It was so, so much fun. But it was five months, and that one kind of just passed me by in the overall excitement of the moment. But now, all of a sudden, four months, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's actually getting serious. As much as we joke all year long about how close it's getting, now it actually is. Yeah, we can actually talk about it without like vamping. Like when it's like 280, it's like, wow, can you believe it? Yeah, we're almost (laughs) there. No, we're not. I sure can believe it, actually. Uh, This is exciting. Four months. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, and we can actually start some advent calendars before the next party episode. A lot of advent calendars only go up to 100 days or 99 days. I know the one on my desk does, but it'll be going by the next time we do this. That's pretty exciting. September 16th. September 16th. All right. I can't wait. Wow. Bryn, would you lead us in to some Christmas traditions? This is a tradition we have internally here where you do the musical intro. Yes. (laughs) I like traditions, and you like traditions. Maybe we can start our own tradition, Christmas traditions. That was really good. Thanks, guys. I loved it. Shannon, would you read our first email from Marielle Abbott? Now, Brant, before you start, Brant, you read a review on Christmas morning's last Wednesday episode from Marielle Abbott. So how cool is that? I know. It's a Marielle heavy um, uh, week over here on Christmas morning. I'm not upset about it. Take it away, Shannon. All right. Hello. First, I wanted to say thank you for all the joy this podcast brings throughout the year. You're welcome. I have many wonderful Christmas memories, but one of my favorites as an adult was the first year I got to decorate the house I lived in during college. One year, I stayed and worked over Thanksgiving break in my college town. I lived in a house with three other roommates, and everyone went home except for me. I'm not the biggest fan of Thanksgiving, so this didn't bother me very much. The main reason to like Thanksgiving is because it marks the official beginning of the Christmas season. Here, here. So when I wasn't working, I spent the remainder of my time with the Hallmark Channel on and Christmas decorations and crafts spread all over the house. My roommates returned to a Christmas explosion. Every room slash area had a different theme and color scheme. The upstairs was Winter Wonderland, silver, white, and blue colors, and downstairs was Home for the Holidays, traditional red, green, and gold colors. I created Whoville in our TV room, Candy Cane Lane in the hallway, the night before Christmas complete with fireplace and Christmas tree downstairs, and even a Baby It's Cold Outside sign in our coat closet. No surface was safe from whatever craft Hmm. I had made or a decoration I could afford from the Dollar Tree. My favorite was the white Christmas theme in the living room. I strung marshmallows from floss and push-pinned them into the ceiling so that it looked like it was snowing. I hung up about 120 of these and then decided that wasn't enough, so I decided to hang about 50 glittery plastic snowflakes from Floss. (laughs) After that year, my roommates looked forward to each holiday season to see what else I would add to the decorations. I don't have pictures of that first year. Darn it. I wish he did. But I have attached Mm. videos of the hanging snowflakes in Whoville from my apartment last year. Thank you all and Merry Christmas, Mariel Abbott. That's amazing. Yeah, now I'm going to take these two videos and I'm going to put them on our Instagram here. You've got to check these out. Yes. They're well produced, too. I like them. I wish he had pictures. 
I gotta say, this is um, this is very impressive sounding. It sounds like a Christmas wonderland. Um, and my thing is, is it's just a good thing that your roommates were cool because if it could have it could have gotten right. hairy real fast, your roommates come home and they're just like, "What yeah. happened?" Have either of you ever done that in in a house, like decorated different rooms, different themes? No, I'm not that smart. <laughs> no, my wife goes pretty crazy with the decoration, and I love it. I don't know about 170 things hanging from your apartment ceiling. That sounds like a security deposit nightmare, but I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know. Sounds pretty cool, though. Well, probably Some worth things it. are worth it. So I'll put those on our Instagram. Definitely check those out. Yes. Next, I have an audio clip from Jessica Trinidad. She recorded an interview with her son, Thomas, who's a great fan of the show, about his favorite traditions and memories. So as the mother of four children, I have been blessed with a long and rich history of wonderful memories with a lot of little kids at Christmas time. That said, my youngest is 12, and so I am getting to the stage where the children are kind of exiting that Christmas little kid life. And so my youngest son, Thomas, and I were having a bit of a reflection over all things Christmas and our family. So Thomas is here. Hello. Hello. Thomas, what is your favorite tradition that we have done over the years? My favorite tradition is building gingerbread houses just because it's one of those things where it's like drawing your building and it just kind of takes a while, but it's just fun um, designing it and you get to, and you're just like talking to all the other people doing it. It's just, it's just nice just conversating mm-hmm. then also eating it afterwards. So yeah, it's cool. What's your favorite Christmas song? I like Holly and the Ivy just because the last school that my mom teached at, I guess, did a lot of Christmas plays. I just heard that song a lot when I was little, and I just, I don't know. I, just something something about it seems nostalgic. I'm not sure what exactly, why, but I just, I just like it. So that's a good transition to, I know your answer to this question. That's why I'm just kind of mixing in here, speaking of where I used to teach. Um, what's your favorite Christmas memory? So... You know, again, at the at the school that she used to teach, when I mentioned earlier that they did all these plays, I just remember being in the backstage for a little bit um, with my three other siblings and just, like, talking to this other um, actor. But I was involved in the angel course, but this one role is, like, part of the story where I was just this, like, background character. It was just, like, this little child sitting on the side, just, like, sitting on the sidewalk or something. And I had these old-timey clothes on, and I had this flat cap, and I put it over my eyes just because I thought I was trying to look cool, I guess. <laughs> just because five-year-old me wanted to look cool because I kept on saying, I'm not cute, I'm cool. When people kept on like calling, saying I was cute and I thought that was like demeaning and just like, it just like, it seemed belittling, basically. Yeah. Um, and I just remember the, the director like came over and it's like, oh, don't put that over your eyes. <laughs> put, put the hat back up. Okay, last question. What's your favorite decoration that we have? Christmas lights. Chris, Christmas lights. You said lights. it right, baby. You guys. I said Christmas lights. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's something else altogether different. <laughs> the lights. Just cause what do you have to say about the lights? Just because they're pretty. Um, mm-hmm. And I also like how when mom puts the like red lights around the ceiling of the living room, it's just mm-hmm. like... It's just nice whenever I, like, get up at night or something to, yeah. like, use a restroom. It's just, like, nice having those right. lights instead of pitch black. I agree. Instead of just darkness. I agree. So, yeah. 
That's nice. Thank you, Thomas. Well, let's say it together. Let's say Merry Christmas. Ready? One, two, three. Merry Christmas. Well, that was wonderful. Thank you, Thomas, and thank you, Jessica, for sending that in. Thomas sounds a lot older than twelve, doesn't he? Thomas sounds like he's going to be running for president. Yeah, I'll vote for him on the on the uh, the Christmas party. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> Christmas design party, your own gingerbread house. Yes, I love it. That was wonderful. Thank you both for doing that. I love, love, love getting those audio clips from. I didn't know how much I liked it with a kid in it. This is news to me. Yeah, it was wonderful. Okay. Scott hates kids. Uh, I, I don't know if anyone else has picked up on this on the show. He is. By and large, against them. I have a love-hate relationship with children. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Well, I'm for them right now. Vote Christmas Party 2025. Brand, can I get an intro for the this or that? We've never done this before. This or that, this or that, is it this or is it that? Perfect. I couldn't ask for a better introduction. Thank you. Mm All right, so this is a little game that I've wanted to play for a while. It comes up pretty often on this Yodo Daily that my daughter and I listen to at bedtime, where he calls it cheese or chocolate. They're from the UK. And he'll say, cheese or chocolate. (laughs) That's exactly what it sounds like. You sound exactly like Jake. Um, So I'm going to mention two things, and you have to pick one of them. And you can't say neither, and you can't say um, and you can't say both. Just pick the one that just... I don't know, rings more true to you. It doesn't have to be right. It doesn't have to be wrong. And there's no score. This is just a game to find out what your friends like and be surprised by their answers. Okay. Are you both ready? Uh, Yes. I'm nervous, but yes. Oh, I want to mention, uh, we we got contributions to this from Jeremy Boodle, Tia King, Mary Pulte, and me and my daughter. Okay, here we go. Candy cane or gingerbread man? Gingerbread man. Gingerbread man. Candy cane. Oh. How about that? All right. Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. I think I would say Christmas Eve as well. Nice. I get too sad on Christmas Day. Right? I know. Yeah, so it, there's oh, too much over yeah, it's too on much. that. It's too much. Harry Connick Jr. or Michael Buble? Harry. Michael Buble. Mm, I'd say Michael Buble. All right. Caroling or wassailing? <laughs> well, I don't even know what <laughs> that means. Sure. I'm going to go with wassailing because I think it involves alcohol. <laughs> I think, it, yeah, I think there's more revelry in wassailing. Yes. I'm sorry, but I would like to vote wassailing. <laughs> oh, boy. Now we've done it. Uh, I'm going to go with caroling, Poor though. Tops. <laughs> Outside lights or inflatables? Outside lights. Oh, outside lights. Outside lights. Cranberry sauce or cranberry jelly? You have to pick one. I see your face, Brandon. <sighs> Cranberry jelly. I don't really... You mean like in the can? Cranberry jelly is the traditional thing that like out of the can. And then sauce is actually like you could pour it out of the can. No, I think one of them you make... Yeah, I make cranberry sauce. You can also buy it though in a can where it's not a big solid mass. Okay. I think... I Well, I don't know what your definition of, but I'm going to go with the cranberry sauce that you make. Mm -hmm. I like that one too. Okay. What did you say, Bran? I said jelly. I no rhyme okay. or reason. I just I yeah, like okay. I like <laughs> jelly on sandwiches, so I went with that. Pumpkin pie or apple pie? I'm gonna go with apple pie. Pumpkin pie. I'd go with pumpkin too, but only right. at Thanksgiving or Christmas. Any other time of the year, it would be apple pie for me. You know what? I take it back. Apple pie. 
Give me an apple pie. I, okay. I talked myself out of it. You got to do an apple pie. Apple pie with a little scoop of vanilla ice cream on the side? Yes. Oh, that sounds good, too. How about, oh, you can't say both. Am I allowed to talk myself out of an answer? <laughs> yes, you are. All right. When you're unwrapping gifts, do you save the bow or throw the bow out? Uh, save the bow. It's a both and situation. You can't do that, Shannon. Sometimes it's a yes, sometimes it's a no. It depends on the bow. I saved the bow because I'm a dad. It's it's our job. Ooh. Ugly Christmas sweater or Christmas pajamas? Ugh, Christmas pajamas. Because I can wear them all the time. Ugly Christmas sweater. I'm at the pajamas as well. Ghost of Christmas future or ghost of Christmas yet to come? What do you mean future? Oh, the way you call it. Um. What do you call it, Bran? <laughs> Oh, I, I see. I was like, this is the same thing? <laughs> it's referred to differently. Which one yeah. would you refer to it as? Ghost of Christmas Future. Yeah, most Americans would say future. Our friend Jack from the Total Christmas Podcast, he absolutely hates when people say Ghost of Christmas Future because that is oh, not how it's written in A Christmas Carol. It is only written as Ghost of Christmas Yet to Come. All right, October 1st or November 1st? November 1st. November 1st. This is dumb. <laughs> I'll take October 1st. Larry or Poppy? Excuse me. Poppy. <laughs> well, thank you, Larry. I'm so glad. Poppy as well, yes. <laughs> Poppy, definitely. Christmas vacation or a Christmas story? Christmas story. A Christmas story. Easy. Christmas story, yeah. Gift wrap or gift bags? Ooh. Okay, here's the thing. <clears throat> I know we're not supposed to do this. If I'm doing yeah. it, <laughs> gift bag. Yeah. If I'm receiving it, <laughs> gift wrap. It's way more fun to unwrap a gift. I'm not good at wrapping yeah. them, though, so gift bags are great. I love that you're like, you have to put more work into my <laughs> gift than I'm going to go put into yours. <laughs> I will I will say I do wrap. I do do it because I do think that it, it's uh, nicer. But sometimes, like, depending on the thing, I have to. Like, it's like there's just no scientific way to wrap this gift. Yeah. If I'm the giver, it's gift bag. If I'm the receiver, I do want gift wrap. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> gift wrap, gift wrap I'm for sure. Go with gift wrap. For sure. Tinsel or garland? Garland. Uh, that's garland for you. I do have pleasant memories <laughs> of my grandma and tinsel, but I'm going to go with garland. Uh, yeah, I would go with garland. We never had tinsel growing up. I've only had garland. Me neither. Elves or reindeer? Well, I know which one I'm voting for. Oh, boy. Reindeer. Reindeer. Sorry, Larry. Sorry, Poppy. I would go with reindeer, too. Sorry, Larry. Sorry, Poppy. I get it. Thanksgiving leftovers or Christmas leftovers? Thanksgiving leftovers, for sure, because you can make a sandwich. Thanksgiving leftovers. Yeah, I totally agree that Thanksgiving leftovers seem like more of a thing than Christmas leftovers. I don't always right. know what we're even having on Christmas, but I do right. know on Thanksgiving. The Grinch or Ebenezer Scrooge? The Grinch. Ah, uh, the Grinch. I would go with Scrooge. I really, really love a Christmas uh, carol. Plus you though. are Scrooge, so. Eh. Opening presents on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Christmas Day. We always picked one yeah. that we could do and we got our choice. And usually we had already snooped and knew what we were picking out. And it was always like the Nintendo game, but I would definitely do Christmas Day. Hot chocolate or eggnog? Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Eggnog all day long. <laughs> white lights no. or colored lights on the tree? Colored lights. We do white lights. Mm -hmm. I like colored lights. <laughs> if I could only have one, I would pick colored yeah. lights as well. But luckily, one of my trees has a button mm -hmm. that does both. And yep. that's pretty cool. I will say, if it's just smaller lights, I like white. But I'd like mm -hmm. there, there, there's nothing better than the big colored lights. Nothing. Right. Nothing better. 
Would you rather prepare Christmas dinner or clean up after Christmas dinner? Prepare. Clean up after Christmas dinner. I would do prepare as well, Shannon. You're invited over. Wow. Well, Bran can do the cleanup. There we go. And we... we'll we'll both make yeah, the dinner. No, I'll do the I'll cleanup. Be, we'll, Perfect. No one wants me preparing Christmas dinner. <laughs> While Bran cleans up, you can have your hot chocolate. I'll have my eggnog, Shannon. Heat miser or snow miser? Snow. Oh, snow miser. Snow miser, especially after this last couple of weeks. Santa hat or elf hat with pointy ears? Santa hat. Santa hat. Santa hat. Cheeks like roses or nose like a cherry? Nose like a cherry. I have literally no thoughts on this matter. Uh, Cheeks like roses. Well, yeah, you do live in the South. I don't think either of those happen to you. Well, I don't think I like either one, but I think nose like a cherry, I think of Rudolph. But I know that's not associated with Rudolph. I'll go go with cheeks. Baking Christmas cookies or eating Christmas cookies? Eating! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I would do baking because I can't eat them. Um, Both. Poinsettia or mistletoe? M- 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 mistletoe. Poinsettia. Yeah, I would pick poinsettia. I think it's a little prettier, but I get both. And here's the last one. To eat on Christmas morning, pancakes or cinnamon rolls? Ooh, cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon rolls. All right, and that's our first this or that. I Woo-hoo! learned so much about you both that I had no idea. That's the fun of the game. It doesn't count for anything. It's just fun to hear what people have to say because you both surprised me on a few of those. We need to do that again. I'm li- I'm full of surprises, Scotty. You absolutely are. I've known you for years, and you're still full of surprises. Brand, can you give us an intro for Christmas recipes, please? I like food. Can you make me something if only I had a recipe? I want a Christmas recipe. Can you give me one, please, please, please? And it's not one of my best. It was pretty good, though. Lenora can help you out here. Lenora Gilbert sent in her recipe for homemade eggnog from Martha Stewart. Hello, all you lovely Christmas morning people. It's your roving reporter here, Lenora, from Arizona, your Christmas freak on the street. And I am here today to talk to you about eggnog, in particular, homemade eggnog, which is a delectable treat, which is a completely different animal compared to what you buy at the store out of the carton. I've made an eggnog that's really complicated from a recipe that included three different kinds of alcohol, but last year I wanted to keep it a bit more simple and of course keep the costs a little lower. I've also made a good keto eggnog that turned out pretty good. Um, usually has some almond milk in it and a sweetener of your choice like erythritol. And uh, the recipe I'm going to be sharing with you today is uh, from Martha Stewart. It's her basic eggnog recipe. So I'm going to give it to you right now. The ingredients are four cups of milk, one cup sugar, 12 large egg yolks, a half a cup of bourbon. You can use any alcohol you want really or none at all one cup of chilled heavy cream and some grated nutmeg. And really, don't get the powdered stuff, get the actual nuts and grate it. It, The upgrade is worth it. Okay, step one, in a medium saucepan, whisk milk and sugar over medium heat until the sugars dissolve. This is gonna take you one to two minutes. In a large bowl, whisk egg yolks. Whisking constantly, pour the hot mixture into the yolks in a slow and steady stream. Step two. Return the mixture to the pan, cook over medium heat, stirring often until thick enough to coat the back of the spoon. It's gonna take 20 to 25 minutes. Don't let it simmer. Quickly strain into a bowl, uh, stir in the bourbon or any other alcohol that you like or none, and then the cream. Cool completely, cover with plastic wrap, 
refrigerate until chilled and garnish with your grated nutmeg. It'll be fantastic. Um, apart from just sipping the eggnog, there's lots of things you can do with it. You can put it in your coffee. It's way better than the flavored creamers. Um, I also make an eggnog pound cake that's really pretty good. This is a simple recipe. Uh, please try it uh, for your Christmas in July party. And uh, happy Christmas in July, everybody. Thanks so much. Have either of you made homemade eggnog before? <sighs> no, 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 I haven't. No. I have. Now, I did it before I was diabetic. Oh. And I did the Alton Brown recipe. Lenora's is a little more involved there because it's a cooked eggnog recipe, so you're making more of a custard. Mm. Yeah. Isn't yours like you, it's all year? It takes like a year? Alton Brown's, I made it in July, and it's, it's three kinds of booze, but you can use absolute wow. hooch on this stuff. You don't have to spend up hooch. for good. <laughs> I mean, the aging process will really take the edge off the kerosene flavor. Wow. But Alton's, you just do the, you mix all the ingredients together there's no cooking but you have to let it sit for at least a couple weeks i let it sit for four months and it was wow absolutely phenomenal okay but like you sit for four months interesting well you put it in the back of the fridge okay that doesn't really answer my question but like it's it doesn't go bad then no no the alcohol keeps it from going bad and there's something about the proteins denaturing i don't know very alton brownie kind of stuff i don't know but you let it sit back there and about once a month i'd go out to the garage fridge and i'd shake each of the four containers i gave one of the containers to my neighbor who i you know the guy's just the greatest but he's lactose intolerant and he said i don't care what it did to me it was (laughs) phenomenal so i've been thinking about trying it again with artificial sugar Mm. i don't know i just don't know if it's going to be a big disappointment and it's hard because you're waiting months to find out yeah um if you like this kind of thing you could also do a coquito where you would use coconut milk instead of cream or (laughs) hey listen i like to cook brand you're doing me and brian where's brian find him i bet he knows about the coquito so i don't know however you like to have it i would suggest trying it sometime it's not a ton of work i'm just happy to hear everyone knows that salmonella it can't reach the back of the fridge so that's why you put it back there it's it's like an invisible shield and it can't reach it it's got three kinds of booze and what's the worst that's going to happen you're going to drop a few pounds at christmas that's not bad for anybody i guess so yeah can use hooch (laughs) <laughs> Definite bottom shelf of the old ABC liquors, yeah. There you go. Good to go. Let's take a quick break, uh, and we'll come back, and we'll uh, finish us off with some music, some movies, and a whole lot more fun here on Christmas Morning. We're back, and I believe, Scotty, is it time for movies and music? It is. I'm an actor. Watch me act. I'm a singer. Watch me sing. It's time for movies and music. Amazing. Amazing. They get better as they go, so Shannon. Good. Just like Alton Brown's uh, eggnog recipe. Eggnog. <laughs> All right. So Joe Fulton, the Christmas aficionado, he does a review for us every month, and we love it. Oh. He puts these on his channel after, so we get the exclusives. Exclusive. Exclusives. So he always asks, what do you want me to review? Well, Walker, Texas Ranger keeps showing up in our Christmas TV listings, so I said, hey, could you do one of the Christmas episodes of Walker, Texas Ranger? So he did the episode titled A Matter of Faith. 
Here we go. Oh, I'm very excited about this. So much happens in this episode of Walker, Texas Ranger, A Matter of Faith. I'm going to just list out 10 things that happen in this episode, sprinkled in with some Chuck Norris facts as my review and recap starts now. Number one. The episode starts out with a group discussing what to get Walker for Christmas, when we learn that Walker doesn't want anybody to buy him a sweater, as real men buy their own clothes. Number two. The Rangers investigate a rash of armored car robberies dressed as Santa Claus, giving Santa a bad name. But the Rangers, they vow not to let that happen. Number three. Hoping to bust the thieves, the Rangers plan a stack of counterfeit money, but they won't let Sid, the female Ranger, hold on to it because she just can't resist a good sale. <laughs> Number four. Oh, no. In monitoring the armored car, Gage and Sid stop a mother's runaway car that they think contains a baby, only to find out that it was just a doll used as a setup so the Santa Claus gang can rob the armored car. Number five. Juan, a former gang member, is now mentoring youth. He thought he had to be in a gang to feel like a real man and feel powerful. <laughs> But he learned he didn't have any real power unless he's willing to give it up to the Lord. Number six, the church where ex-gang member Juan attends and is a youth leader is robbed of all the Christmas donations and a collection of Bean Pals, which are similar to Beanie Babies. They're stolen by Juan's former gang. Pastor Chavez is hurt when he catches the gang stealing the donations. Number seven, the Rangers track the stolen Bean Pals and counterfeit money, confronting the Santa Claus, armored car robbers, and Juan's old gang members in numerous kung fu fight sequences. Number 8. Juan vows his revenge on his former gang members and confronts Felipe, the leader, with a gun. Walker approaches, but instead of using his kung fu, uses the power of the verse by citing Luke 637. <laughs> Number 9. Throughout the episode, a young couple who's having a baby are racing to the hospital when they lose control of the car, overturning on and catching fire. <laughs> Walker saves the couple, placing the pregnant woman into the town nativity scene where Walker helps deliver the baby boy who isn't breathing. Number 10. A final prayer from Juan makes the fog clear, showing the Christmas star. The baby begins to breathe, the gang member Felipe asks for forgiveness and changes his way, and Pastor Chavez awakens from a coma. The episode ends with the whole cast and crew breaking the fourth wall and wishing everybody a happy holidays. But fact, Chuck Norris doesn't celebrate Christmas. Christmas celebrates Chuck Norris. <laughs> so final thoughts. It sounds like this episode is not very Christmassy, but keep in mind we hear the songs We Three Kings, Deck the Halls, Do You Hear What I Hear, two different versions of O Little Town of Bethlehem, Joy to the World, Good King Winslow's, Jingle Bells, O Come All You Faithful, Carol the Bells, Two versions of Silent Night, an Oh Holy Night set behind the sequence where Juan loads a gun to kill his ex-gang member. <laughs> the episode oh also includes a number of prayer sequences. I shouldn't be giving this episode a grade, as the first rule of Chuck Norris is, you don't talk about Chuck Norris. So we will just give this episode an A+. Because that's where the Rangers gonna be. That's my review of Walker, Texas Ranger. If you want something else to watch, everybody should just watch Christmas at Pee Wee's Playhouse from 1988. <laughs> Rest in peace, Paul Rubens. But remember, the only Christmas present Chuck Norris ever gives is allowing you to live. I'm the Christmas aficionado, and remember, Chuck Norris says, stay off the naughty list. That was wonderful. Wow. That episode. Wow, that's so amazing. Sounds fantastic. That was so good. Uh, there's also a chance I've seen it. I've seen a lot of Walker, right? Texas Ranger growing up. I think I have to watch that episode <laughs> oh my gosh. now. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen, maybe I've seen one, but. I don't think I've ever seen an episode. Please. 
Okay. All right, Shannon, you're invited over to my house to watch T- Walker, Texas Ranger, A Matter of Faith. All right, and then we'll, we'll report back. It kind of sounds like When Calls the Heart with karate. Um, yeah. <laughs> and guns. And Chuck Norris. Yeah. And Chuck Norris. <laughs> when Calls the Heart freaking wishes, Scott. Exactly. If Chuck Norris showed up on When Calls the Heart, that's all they would need. Ugh. I would encourage everybody to go to YouTube, search for The Christmas Aficionado. Joe does a so fabulous good. job with all of his reviews, as you just heard, and he's got a lot more. So thank you for doing that, Joe. Appreciate it. And we have one more entry for today. It wouldn't be a good month if we didn't have a musical entry. Shannon, could you read this email from Trish Madonia? Yes. So when my son was around eight, he made a version of The 12 Days of Christmas, replacing all the doves and geese, etc., with members of our family. Every time I think of it, I think it would be funny to play on your show. But maybe it's only funny to me. Every event he describes did happen. His one grandmother always yelled. The other one is deaf. My husband has gotten drunk. I have cried. (laughs) You get the picture. Anyway, (laughs) have a listen, and you'll have a chuckle of your own. Thank you for the laughs you give to me. Trish Madonia. I'm just going to play the last verse so that you get to hear all the days. Here we go. On the twelfth day of Christmas, I saw my family. Mom started crying. It's a very, very, very dysfunctional family. Sky slammed the door. Joe didn't pay. Patty couldn't make it. Don spilled the paint. Allie pissed and moaned. Cece couldn't hear me. Dad got drunk. Cousins broke my toys. Grandma yelled. Dog ate the food. And now everyone is they would all go away that was absolutely something there was some choice language in there for a young boy but okay i liked it a lot trish thank you for sending it in i did get a very good chuckle i gotta go to the madonia house for christmas it sounds like it's a lot of fun yeah that sounds like a good time sounds like a good time (laughs) that was great well that's our show for this month bran and shannon How did we do? I think we had a good crop. I think we did great. Big, big success. It's hard to follow up a live episode. Yeah. No, it was fun. I think we did just fun. And I can't wait for next month, as always. And we'll be so much closer to Christmas. We'll be less than 100 days at next Christmas party. Yeah. Start thinking about what you might want to send in for next month's episode. You've got a great set of examples here. Listen to them. I'm sure you've got a great story or a touching story or a funny one or something when maybe Christmas went wrong. We love to hear it all. Send it in to christmasmorningpodcast at gmail.com. If you're not sure what to do, but you have an idea, just send me an email. I'll work with you on it. And if you don't want to produce the whole thing, Shannon can read it. It's no problem at all. But we would love to have your submissions. But I guess there's nothing else to say till next time. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas.